We ready to make some cocktails? Let's make some cocktails. Let's All see right. it. Let's, let's see it happen. Let's take a pause. Now, okay. And then we'll uh, make some cocktails. That was a little bit of a whirlwind. Yeah, we yeah, got some cocktails bit, going on. Quite a bit going on here. So we Woo! we got a we got a snake Baby bite. Baby mama, we got a snake uh! bite before us <laughs> that uh, Mr. W two expertly threw together with a quickness, almost like he's done this before. <laughs> so um, tell us. Uh, so you found the recipe for a snake bite. I found but, the recipe for the snake bite. But it wasn't bite. this recipe. No, this one has definitely been altered slightly. Not with just not a little crazy. bit of. A little bit of lemon juice. That's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's two one and one. So two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of contro, one ounce of amaretto, and then a quarter ounce of lemon juice, just to help marry everything and bring everything together. And the bourbon uh, featured in this particular snake bite cocktail is, of course, the blackened bourbon from uh, Metallica, a blend of straight whiskeys finished in black brandy casks. Yeah. All I got to say is, Lord, who done had all these babies? <laughs> Man. Cheers. Cheers, fellas. And you know what? The, th- the thing that makes this all worthwhile is what, what we got going on right here. Drinking with friends. Friends. Yep. Cocktails. Uh, new experiences. Because I've, I've never had a snake bite. I'm really looking forward to it. It's different. You know, the, the last episode we talked about so many of your staple cocktails are really just variations on the same simple three ingredients. Yeah, right. A simple syrup, mm-hmm. a lemon juice or a lime juice. Yeah, yeah. Your whiskey, your bourbon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe a splash of bitters. Maybe a fruit. Maybe a fruit. But a lot of them just share the exact same... Right. set of ingredients mm-hmm. this one's a little bit different your contro is a is an ingredient that you find in a lot of tequila based drinks mm, i right. wouldn't have thought that that was one of the things that that was in our uh, tequila daisy yeah it was very very yeah good. and that was one of the things that caught my attention with this one is is this is a whiskey cocktail with contro and we've had a few other the amaretto sours uh, Amaretto works really well with a variety of bourbons. Again, mm-hmm. the higher the proof really plays well with an Amaretto. I'm a fan of Amaretto, and so, yeah. Not everybody Great. likes almond. But, yeah, this one here, uh, I, I love almond. I'm going to stop way, talking I, I so say. we can uh, try but this. This doesn't have any any simple syrup, no sweeteners in it. Nope, nope. So I'm looking forward to trying this out, the snake bite. So getting back to Amaretto. And almond, dude. Amaretto sour is one of one of my first favorite mixed drinks. Yeah, absolutely. It really was. And you have, in essence, well, goddamn it, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to have him back again because I we'll have to do another amaretto sour because the savor of the burnt amaretto sour, stupid good, is another notch. So that is one of my all. That was like my beginning mixed drink. That was one of my all time favorite drinks. Was that with or without egg white? With that what? Uh-huh. Oh, he uh-huh. doesn't know. Uh, he, this yep. man no, doesn't I do know. Not. No, he I has not been introduced. Egg white. Oh no, definitely not without. No, it was easy. It was a simple bar drink. None of that. It was anyway. This is delectable. It, it is. is. This is. 
This is a delightful fucking the, drink. The, the Contro is is there. It's, mm-hmm. uh, for, it's Contro forward. Or it, you said it's not... Contro is the brand name, but it's an orange liqueur, Con- right? right? Yeah, Contro is the brand name. It, it's an orange liqueur. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the orange doesn't hide. No. It's, not at all. Uh, and neither does the almond. In every cocktail that, that you would use Contro for... Orange does not hide. It's, it's going to be right out there in front. And that's why that's why we enjoy our old fashions with yep. that dehydrated orange slice or yep. even a fresh Absolutely. orange slice. Yeah. With that little citrus citric splash that you Something. get out yeah. of an orange slice is fantastic. It takes everything just up just a little bit, you know, and and I old fashions still one of my favorite cocktails because of the simplicity. Yeah. And because it lets the bourbon whiskey whatever you're using with it it lets it be the driver absolutely it's it's forward it's let's not hide what we are here to drink yeah and that little splash of citric orange that the slice gives yeah complements it so well so this this liqueur it's not going to hide it's not going to get lost in any of the other ingredients Mm -hmm. And amaretto, I think, is the same way. Amaretto is a very, very forward agreement. Mm-hmm. That that almond flavor is not going to get lost in there, and so that was. And it blends well with citrus, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was my. Those were all the reasons why I zeroed in on this cocktail for us to try. Well, I'm glad you did. Because this is my first experience with a snake bite, and it does not disappoint. Oh my god! It's really god. good. No, this is a great drink. I see this as a summer drink. Uh, yeah. So, but I would not just. And I'm going to drink this all summer long. Well, I just wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't compound it to summer. I mean, I wouldn't constrict it. I would just. I look at this and I think this is a great summer drink. I think if you uh, we had talked about using but, the uh, the smoker. Yep. Uh, if you if you smoked this cocktail and somehow like maybe smoke the cube or yep. whatever, smoke the glass and the cube, uh, this would be great for fall as well. Agreed. And that's what I was going to say. This is not, it's a great summer drink, but I would even bring this into other seasons for sure. Yeah. Because it's very, it's got, it's got a lot of body. Oh, yeah. It has it's citrus got a lot in to it. Say. Yeah. It does have a lot to say. So and let's. So you could continue this on way beyond summer. So let's talk about the blackened. We we mix this one with the Metallica Black and Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Is Black and still present in this one? Do we are we still picking up some of the same things that we? I've been trying to think about meat? that, and I can't say that I'm picking up. I'm, I'm picking up on a bourbon. A bourbon is in there. Okay, but no, not much though. Yeah, I'm I'm ac- I'm expect my expectations as far as the side by side comparison can go in this setting. Um, I'm expecting the uh, number nine reserve to be uh, more present in this cocktail. I agree, but um, I agree with that. You could well. probably use a lesser bourbon in this, and it would still be fantastic. But um, I mean, I'm glad to have my cherry popped with with blackened <laughs> uh, with the blackened uh, Metallica whiskey or Metallica bourbon um, in this in this snake bite. Like, and and part so of me good. thought so fucking good. You really kicked ass on this recipe. Thank you, thank you. Like you sent me over over DM on uh, Facebook Messenger, whatever. Uh, no, Facebook's not an affiliate. This isn't paid promotion. <laughs> Promote us, please. But no, uh, we got <laughs> uh, you. You sent me plenty of uh, of different um, 
ideas of, mm -hmm. of things that you can do with uh, a lot of different recipes. And this one, you said um, when you when you got to the end of it, you just squeezed your your lemon garnish into it, and you thought, "Fuck that!" That made a big difference. Yeah. So that's why you added. Yeah, the, yeah. The, lemon the, juice. the the first variation, Maybe, yeah, what a half ounce, quarter ounce, just quarter ounce. The the first variation that I did of this, which was just the recipe right off of the Blackens website, mm -hmm. and and because of that, my initial thought was, is this an unfair recipe, an unfair cocktail to use, giving Blackened a edge up on the number nine because it's their cocktail. And so I made it, and I really enjoyed it. But yeah, like Jonathan said, I got about halfway through it, and then I took my lemon off and I gave it a squeeze in the half remaining. And then I took a drink of that, and I was like, "Oh, goddamn!" Right. A little bit of that lemon changed everything. And so I'm like, "All right, let's go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Let's redo this, and let's add." Don't want to overdo it. We don't want to change too much because everything else is working really well together. Let's add something in there that will help marry these a little bit better yeah. and add a new element. Let's add a quarter ounce of lemon juice. Again, back to that is one of those ingredients that you find in so many of these cocktails that, that, that we try and see what happens and... I, I thought it was a game changer. I, I thought it really just took this cocktail to a whole new level. I gave my lemon a squeeze and, and dropped it in there, gave it a little quick shake. Before you drink that, give your lemon a half squeeze yeah, because yeah. you're you're about twice as you're you're a little further into it than us. Make sure that stirs up, uh, Mr. Mitch. Oh, give, I got your, it. give your lemon a squeeze. I've, I'm this, a full squeeze. This, this actual drink is heavy lemon for it. There you go. And then mm -hmm. and then and then shake that up. It's it's almost like a uh, like a whiskey sour, but with right. the with the with the amaretto with a little bit of an almond. Oh, with yeah. the amaretto, fuck, dude, it makes the cocktail. That makes it a whiskey sour with an almond chaser, dude. It, this is <laughs> this is a delicious drink. Yeah, with the extra extra fucking lemon in there, dude. Yeah, like yeah, this this cocktail is amazeballs. So like, mm. uh, and I. You know, I think Metallica's blackened bourbon has a lot to do with how how good this is. Because I do too. I, I, do. I, I really do. I didn't know what to expect, honestly, because uh, you know I thought the blackened was fantastic, neat, just by itself was great. It, with two drops of water, yeah, it was. Super uh, it was complex. also fantastic. Honestly, I mean, it was beautiful, neat, but it was yeah. really complex. I I I couldn't even kind of get my head around it. Because the 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 bourbon that's there, when you do it neat, it's just it's not at all what I expect from a bourbon. It's yeah. just there is something, there is complexities there. There, yeah, right. There, there was the oakiness. There's a little bit of caramel, but it was burnt caramel, right? Or caramel, whatever. I think right. it's caramel, <laughs> right? Whatever. But, yeah. But the notes were there, mm -hmm. and it was mellow. It was chill. Yeah. Like there is, there was a lot of. Thought, and I'm not trying to super sell this whiskey, but there was a lot of thought that went into that because it was but go just, out and buy it. Definitely right, go out and pretty buy much. It. it was. It was. Yeah, I, I would suggest this. Like second bottle. I mean, a forty-five dollar bottle. Come on, it, it's a. It's a great. It was a, chill as fuck, dude. Not honestly. to mention, it's a kick-ass looking bottle. It's, wow. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was like finding, it looks good in the. In have the you guys ever seen the hot? 
Um, what the fuck is it? It is the hot crazy matrix back in the day. The what? The hot crazy matrix. Hot matrix? crazy matrix. Yeah, it goes to. It's about females, right? It, oh yeah, right? yeah and it's yeah, yeah. old. So it was this line that says, "Here's your hot line. Here's mm-hmm. your crazy line." Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's a hot crazy matrix. So it, it had this fucking line, and this whiskey blacking <laughs> reminds me of that, right? I'm not even. I'm not even lying. So it was one of those things that it says, "Hey, you know, here's your no go zone. You don't date, you know, redheads or or." Or beauticians, or you know, hairdressers, <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. Or hang like, on, hang on, yeah. I, oh, I gotta got pull it. it up here real, it up. real quick. It's okay, a, it's Great. on YouTube Shorts. Yes. So let, let's go. Let's all right. Uh, let's go. Here let's we go. See, let's see where this goes. Hot crazy matrix. Here we go. go. All right, here we go. Universal hot crazy matrix. This is your hot crazy line. So this is your no go zone. You don't go here. With crazy line. We'll have to share this on social so this people can see sure. it. Want to move out of the fun zone to a more permanent location. Crazy line, we have I'm sorry. the danger zone. This is your redheads, your strippers, yep. anyone date named em, Tiffany. Date them, date them all. This is not a static environment. Nope, this that's me. Zone. This is your wife zone. Wife zone. <laughs> Did that crazy too. And above an eight hot. This is your unicorn zone. These things don't exist. <laughs> right? All right, so that's that's the end, that's the end of the short. And when it comes to YouTube shorts, you've got one minute to get your point across. But there are uh, the full version is is on there, and it's like a uh, like a seven minute, uh, yeah, seven minute and six second um, um, exhortation on on the crazy hot matrix. Yes. But definitely check it out. So as you were saying, so this booze is a little bit like that. So going back to the hot crazy matrix, right? So if you pull, here we go. Mark. You're killing them. You're killing them. I am hashtag dead. Yeah, Mitch. Okay. Mitch. Well, Mitch. Mitch. What? This is only your second appearance. <laughs> you, Pace you got, yourself. You, you got Pace to, yourself. You got to, poor Jonathan's heart. He 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 can't handle this. I'm I'm getting palpitations. <laughs> Palpitations, okay. sir. Alright. Well, let's take another drink then. Here we yes. go then. Fuck it. Cheers. Yep. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck was this? Where were we? <laughs> Crazy Hot Matrix whiskey. Blackened. That's this one. Yep. Right there. This bitch is hot. Does does it hit in the Jeez. stripper or the unicorn that doesn't exist? I'm or is it the one. wife? It's the wife's this zone. This is Mary's zone. Okay. I think so. And why? Because she's she's a little uh, she's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. She's a little complex, but she's also she's definitely that, hot. She got the hot. She got the hot. Right. She got yeah. that that chill zone. But by the it's same time, I mean you know she's just, she's pretty complex. So she's she's pretty hot on that. Like I don't know. She might be fun zone. Maybe not married zone. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. You take Where anybody, was I going with this? You take, I anybody, so you take anybody in the married zone and you feed her whiskey, she'll be fun. Right. But you feed her too much, she's going to be in the not fun zone because that's that's not fun. Well, too I much, don't know. John, too much whiskey. Have you, ever not, been, have you ever been on the side of the toilet when a girl is... Wait, you might want to edit this. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Hayden's just a really good martini. All right. Oh, wait. So, no, martini. cocktail. Cocktail. There's no, there's <laughs> no <laughs> cocktail. Not a, a martini. Bourbon. A martini is a cocktail. What's in a martini? Well, no, no. There's a lot of vodka. No, let's vodka. stop. Okay. A martini is not a vodka drink. A martini is a type of drink, but more so defined by the glassware that is used for that drink. Yep. So you can make an old-fashioned in a martini glass. I mean, you could. But why would you? But why would you? Right. Right. Because it's not a martini. I like it, a, I like my old-fashions awesome. in a uh, square bottom. Um, I'm a tumbler guy. Uh, you know, heavy uh, heavy bottom square. square I, like, I like my square glasses. Square glasses. Tumbler. Yeah. Is that what All those about, are? It's tumblers. Tumblers, I always call them a, a cocktail glass. No, it's that's tum- a tumbler. Or a rocks a tumbler. glass. Here, rocks rocks. Glass? These are these are both rocks glasses. Those are okay. those are round round rocks glasses. This is a square. He Here, says and, those. And do that, and I'll show you why it's tumbler. Throw it across the room. <laughs> and it tumbles. You're not throwing my will. When when W two says those are are. Rocks glasses. He's pointing to the the Crown Royal uh, cocktail glasses that come in the set. Uh, like if you buy, sure. like during the yep. holiday yep. season, if you buy a bottle of Crown Royal, it'll come with two cocktail glasses as well. So these are the glasses that come with that, right? That is correct. Yeah. But as a bartender, we call them tumblers. Tumblers. Have you yep. been a bartender before? I have been. I was glug a, glug I, glug. I was a bartender through, mostly through college. You don't have any more for yourself. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, because we we've got a. Uh, yeah, that was mostly my living through college, John. Are you sure? Because I'm driving. Well, cheers to that. We're gonna leave some at Popo's. <sighs> Say. Anyway, so um, so what what did you say about being a bartender? That was my college job. And where was your college experience? The great state of northwestern Missouri at St. Joe. Okay. Okay. So I went to Missouri. Oh, actually, I went to uh, Missouri West, right? So okay, that was my experience. Saint Joe or May, uh, Maryville? No, not Maryville. Okay, Maryville's a whole other. That says its own thing. So I went to that's Saint Joe. That, that's I was a North Central or something. I was like Griffin, that. right? That's in Saint Joe. Was Missouri Western. So and at the time, like it had just come out of being a community college, and it was a state college. Now it's a university, right? And so it has grown progressively, and I appreciate that. But Northwestern State of Missouri is—it's kind of quiet. It's just—it's um, part of the state that it hasn't grown much over the years. It's been impoverished, quite frankly. Mm. It is—it's just one of those things that when I went up there, like there aren't many jobs. You could go to work at the meat factory, slaughtering mm. hogs, making mm-hmm. you know back then like twelve bucks an hour or whatever the fuck it was, or you could work in the mall. Serving pretzels or pizza for you know four or five dollars an hour, whatever the fuck it was, there wasn't a lot, and it was the lowest unemployment out of all the state. But getting back to alcohol, since we're talking about this, and I think I brought this up earlier, beer, the lowest quality fucking beer. I do like beer. I do yeah, like we, beer. We too. talked about beer before, low low quality beer, right? And, White and, label. And it may have been on this. Sh- what are you show. drinking there, Mitch? I you, no, seriously. Sex in a canoe. <laughs> We've talked about. It. He's actually drinking Carl's. Uh, Carl Oakley. Miller uh, Lite. Carlo. Carlo okay, I'm, I'm not I, hating on Miller Lite either. I, I I love and I and I drink my fair share of Miller Lite. Do you really? This I, is an everyday easy drinking beer. I don't Do, keep Miller Lite there, in the house. Are there many? Okay. There's so many better beers than this. 
Like it, like I love, like my beer palate is way above this. So this is like, for me, Jim Beam is like, you know, my, my old hat, whiskey, bourbon, whatever. So like Miller Lite is your old hat beer. This is my lowbrow, just like. You don't have to think about it. it, You don't have to think about it. Don't have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. If you actually blind fold you and you pour it in a glass and you taste it and you put it against other beers or major brands. You know. You know. You would well, know. I, you, I would, you know. would know. I would it, know Miller Lite. I, I would I'm be not honest a... with you. You would. You would pick this one because it's going to taste better. Sure. It's just. It's. It's going to outcompete <laughs> that face. Sorry, I got stank face because like I'm not a fan of Miller Lite. Like, well, for me, it's got a taste to it that I just don't agree with. But well, for me, it's going to taste better. But you know, for you and a lot of people, and that's all right. And that's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. I grew up a bud guy, including Carl. Right, and I Carlo, grew up a bud Carlo guy. loves it. He calls it mother's milk. Yeah, that's, right. That's his yeah. mother's milk, dude. I grew up a bud guy, and so I drank okay. the fuck out of Budweiser. Hey, Carl, give us a new not... uh, voicemail message. Yeah, yeah, and not just Carl, but send Anybody. us a fucking voice message. I drank Miglo. anybody and everybody. I drank Miglob. We drank uh, what the fuck was it? We drank uh, um, Bud Light, Coors, Michelob. No, even above that, Mickey's. Bud, we drank oh, Mickey's, Mickey's drank, White Mouth. Yeah, we drank Fuck Yeah. So all this shit that you know when That's I was college when beer. I was when I was coming up, these were the beers of choice. I did not drink Miller Light until I was way late in life. Huh? Okay. It was this was a much later choice. Okay. Dude, I don't bribe me. I like. You know, what I mean, I like Red Label. I like I like good beers. This is a Red Label. Oh, you mean OG Budweiser? Budweiser. Yes. Okay. That was what I cut my teeth on. Yeah. I like a lot of small beers and microbrews and different beers. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just yeah. This is not my favorite beer by choice, but it's an old standard. It's an easy drinking, affordable beer, which okay. makes it a daily. Yeah. Because we're all, we, we we're go-to. talking about the price point. Are yeah, you when I say old beer, hat, I mean go to. It yeah. is a go to, but if you're talk if you're talking about, you know, that that seven or eight, where's your seven eight on bourbon, where's your seven eight on beer? Mm-hmm. And at what price point? Are you at a price point makes a difference. It price point makes a difference. So are you drinking seven eight at this price point? Mm-hmm. Or are you drinking seven eight at this price point? Mm-hmm. So if I'm moving up to price points, this ain't my beer at all, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's so many better beers out here than this. This is just this is water. But if you like it, you like it. Well, Jonathan, this is this is my glass of water between bourbons <laughs> that has a little bitter flavor in it. <laughs> Fucking close to water. You're right. A canoe beer. This is a canoe beer. You're not wrong. (laughs) Cheers to you, brother. For me, that's Coors Light. I'm just. You're not wrong. This is my canoe beer. Michelob Ultra. Yeah, this is because I drink the piss out of this, but I drink a lot of bourbon to go with it because this ain't doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we go. There's the review on Miller Lite. And there it is. Right. If you're going to drink Miller Lite, add a lot of bourbon and <laughs> maybe some water, and you'll have a good product. <laughs> so Jonathan and I are empty. Mitch, mm. you oh, still got some cocktails. I've been drinking all this canoe beer. There we go. <laughs> is it time to it's mix up some new cocktails? Yeah, let's. Sure uh, sounds like it. So up next... We have the um, the snake bite snake bite 
featuring the number nine reserve at uh, 99 proof. 99 proof. I'm excited about this proof. one. Yeah, me I too. I mean, I was very excited about this one. This is this, that beautiful. I, 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 well, oh, back up. We did not give this our rating. All right. If we had to give this a one to 10, what you got? Man. All right. So, uh, I know it's unfair to compare, but we've talked about uh, the Amaretto uh, that you made, the Amaretto mm-hmm. Sour, mm-hmm. featuring, do you remember which whiskey we used for that? Was that the Woodford Reserve? Was it the um, uh, no. the Town Tavern? Was it the... Uh, I think we did the Kennessee. Kennessee? Was it... Oh, okay. The it, 104, uh, 124 proof? Whatever it was. Um Unfortunately, because episodically, um, that was that was quite a bit ago. So, so there, there's two words for you, Mister Webster's uh, dictionary: episodically and quite a bit ago. It's a it's a it's a family term we've used uh, for for centuries in, in my bloodline, uh, both sides of it. There was a visual that you guys didn't see. I just did like the V with the hands and spread it out to the sky. <laughs> but anyway. So um, yeah, so uh, the the amaretto sour with the egg white was uh, exceptional. Uh, it was a complete game changer. The um, scotch sour, scotch sour with the one. Highland Park Twelve yep. was a complete game changer. And let's not forget the Noah's Mill Gold Rush that Noah's we Mill, just we just had just a couple weeks ago. Noah's Mill Gold Rush is also another game changer. So have you had comes, a Gold Rush? Cocktail? No, sir. So oh, when, man. when it comes to those, those cocktails are like, like I, I want to say they're so far above mid-range, so far above the five um, that you you can't even see the five. But I'm still hesitant to give it a 10. Okay. Right? So the Amaretto Sour, I give, a, this is just me, right? Because I'm, you know, I'm an optimist or whatever, and I really fucking loved it. I'm going to call that a nine. Okay. This uh, snake bite uh, featuring the Metallica's blackened bourbon, mm-hmm. I'm going to give that also a nine. All when right. it comes to that Scotch sour <coughs> with the uh, Highland Park the Twelve, Highland Park. that's also a nine mm. f- for me. And if you don't like that, that's fine. You can feel free to send me a, a, an email, at Jonathan what at savertheburn.com. Where's that gold rush fit in there? The gold rush is another nine. Oh, that's a lot of nines. That is a lot of nines. But oh, that's just me. That's just me. And not everybody's going to agree <laughs> with me. That's my personal rating. That's fine. That's fine. I, Jonathan, I, I respect your brother's rating. Hey, Mitch. Hey, it's all thank good. You. Thank I, you. I absolutely do. Where are you at? So I thought it was an amazing cocktail, honestly. And I would... I don't know. And it's not fair to compare. So, by itself, with everything that we've talked about, all the flavors that the new cocktail brought to the table, all the flavors from that Metallica's blackened whiskey brought to the table. So I, learned, I learned something, and that is that lemon brings everything forward. So, banana dude, I don't know. That was a wonderful <laughs> drink. <laughs> you got to throw a banana bread. That was a wonderful drink. Anyway. It was great. It was it was a wonderful drink, but dude, I don't know. It was really good. I would I would put it an eight, eight and a half. 
eight and the and reason, a half the reason on the, the snake bite. Not, right. Yeah, the snake bite. And the reason that I would not move it higher, it was so lemon-full. <clears throat> was and, that before or after I suggested squeeze your lemon and drop it in there? No, it was, it was just through the whole drink. Okay, okay. And so it's a beautiful drink, and I would, I would serve the drink to anyone and be very happy to produce this drink for anyone that was in front of me, or I would be happy to consume this drink. At that point, it was eight, eight and a half. I don't know. I would just give it that. It was, it was really a good drink. All right. I, I really fucking like this one. Yeah, no, it's good shit. I'm gonna be right there with you. We right. are, we are agreeing on this one. I'm giving this cocktail a nine. A nine. All right. This is, this is fantastic. And there, there's a lot that I, that I really enjoy about this cocktail. But the thing that, that jumps out in front of everything for me is the fact that this is a cocktail that's a little bit off of the norm. It definitely is. I've never you know, heard of a snake bite. You, you, you've got Amaretto, which we've used in other capacities. But you're marrying that with the orange liqueur contro and then the whiskey. And then you're you're kind of leaving it alone with the exception of we're introducing a quarter ounce just to give it a little bit of lemon flavor and to kind of help pair with the garnish of the lemon wedge that is on the rim of it. And yeah. It, it it makes for a different cocktail. You get a, that little that the combination of that almond and orange with the whiskey pairs really really well. So yeah, I'm giving this one a nine. We we agreed on this one. First time I think we've gotten we to have the never tea. agreed. <laughs> <laughs> we have never agreed on a cocktail before. So never. when when, we, when it comes to the snake bite uh, a cocktail featuring the blackened. Offering from from Metallica, the mighty fucking Metallica, yeah. uh, the, meta- the 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 black and bourbon. Um, this is actually this is a this is fucking crazy because we have never agreed one hundred percent on a cocktail or or a neat pour on anything. Yeah. So yeah. we we've reached the highest of the high as far as our our standards go uh, at a number a number nine. And that's that's a, um, a a teaser because we haven't even tested number nine yet. But I'm really fucking stoked that we actually reached a nine together. And where were you at? All the citrus was there, but the body was not basically. So eight and a half. I guess that makes sense because it wasn't exactly a uh, a cocktail that uh, made the bourbon guys shine. Guys, what? Can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah. What do you yeah. got? This actually isn't a bourbon. It's just a whiskey. It's a straight whiskey. I thought I thought whiskey <laughs> aged in barrels was a bourbon. No, 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 no. It no. Bourbon, what? Bourbons and whiskeys are not the same thing. I fold <clears throat> my arms in protest. <laughs> okay then. This okay is, then. This is not a bourbon. Explain yourself. What exactly is the difference? Between a whiskey and a bourbon, I've been corrected. So I, I fucking totally thought that that a, I just ruined the whole podcast. No, 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 You didn't. The, the, the point. One of the points of, of this podcast is is learning. So and and spreading actual real fucking information, not disinformation. Right? We're not. Right. We're not news outlets, but uh, we we I I thought that the 
the the difference between whiskey was whiskey is like uh, the spirit straight out of the still, and bourbon is the whiskey straight out of the still into a barrel aged for a certain amount of years. So I had I had no idea that I was wrong this entire time. So I'm definitely we'll, we'll have to add that to our homework list. So here you go. I, I just Google it. Basically. The defining factor that makes a bourbon a unique whiskey in the law, the federal standards of identity for bourbon state, determine what is and what isn't a bourbon for whiskey to be considered a bourbon. It's mash, the mixture of grains from which the product is distilled, must contain at least 51% corn. Holy shit. So that means the cocktail coming up next... Featuring the slip. Not, well, I don't, I don't, reserve. I don't, I don't think. Let me look at the notes again. It had fifty-one. That one says fifty-one percent corn, but it's not marketed as a bourbon. If you read the label, it is, it is listed as a straight whiskey. Yeah, this is listed as an Iowa whiskey. It is not listed as a bourbon. Iowa whiskey, ninety-nine proof. The mash bill is fifty-one percent corn. I would say, and again, the just the overall definition that Google gives just says that 51% corn is the standard to be a bourbon. But I also remember that in order to be a bourbon, it has to be, it, it's, it's all natural coloring and everything else. So that makes me wonder if this is 51% corn, is there something else that they have done to it to color it to make it not be eligible to be a bourbon. That that makes me rethink a whole bunch of shit. Because th- th- this entire time, I've been uh, mistaken on, on what I thought bourbon and, and whiskey was. But that's all right. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I say let's just mix up some, another cocktail and let's... Uh... Let's compare these two. Yeah. So, uh, dear listener, we're about to try the the same cocktail, the same snake cocktail. bite. We're we're about to try the snake bite, the 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 savor the burn version of the snake bite cocktail. Only this time, instead of featuring the blackened whiskey by uh, Metallica, it's going to feature the Slipknot Number Nine Reserve from well Slipknot. Thanks to Sean Crahan, a uh, clown of, of Slipknot, uh, doing all the work. So. Yeah, and also, while I have this up here, one mm-hmm. of the things that, that I thought was kind of cool in, in researching this particular whiskey is <clears throat> that they made a point to point out that their whiskey is a farm-to-table made with 100% Iowa 100%. corn. That said, they also grow 100% of their own corn. Yeah. And so it is a farm because they have their own farm to table. Table being, well, in this context, the savor the burn table that we're <laughs> sitting here uh, consuming this. But I think it's kind of cool. They, uh, they grow their own corn and then they turn it into this delicious whiskey. And that's the Cedar Ridge Distillery. Right, right. That, that grows their own corn. Yes, sir. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this um, this cocktail. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Let's do it. Oh my bad, I didn't bring yours over. It's all good because I'm gonna keep on burning. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. 
All right, so what we have in front of us is the uh, the snake bite featuring the Slipknot number, uh, nine. number nine reserve, not the not the OG Slipknot number nine, right? Um, uh, 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 whiskey, but this is the Slipknot number nine reserve, which has a little bit more aging. It has one year, one year more extra age. aging yep. and uh, nine more proof, right? So, uh, and I would uh, and. As we have uh, explored in our um, our neat tastings, this this has given us this has given us uh, a little bit uh, different uh, uh, experiences as far as flavor pro- yeah, flavor yeah, profiles yeah. go. So uh, right now we're going to try this uh, this snake bite with the number nine reserve, and I'm really looking forward to it. Let's try this out. See what we got. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Mm. I expected there to be a pretty big difference, but um, the only difference I've known noticed so far after first sip is the amount of bite in the snake bite. Yeah, um, which I guess I should have expected because uh, number little, nine has extra. It's a little higher proof. proof. Yeah, it's got a little bit more bite because mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. It's a very good, very good cocktail. I like it. I like it. First impressions. I mean, my, my grandma used to say, an Irishman's first thought is his best thought. So, <laughs> you know, so I, 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 don't, I, don't gauge, I don't gauge all of my, my first impressions on that. But because um, uh, I don't, I've only got like 25-ish percent Irish, uh, according to uh, 23andMe.com or Ancestry.com. Grandma's no shit. So maybe 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 she was right on this. I'm gonna hold my finger on the uh, lemon here and give that a, a cheeky shake. What thinketh thou, Mister Mitch, of the uh, your first impression of the uh, the snake bite featuring the number nine reserve from Slipknot? So not as smooth as what we did earlier, but the bodies are different. You know, it is. It definitely it is, is completely different. Um. Yeah, it, it's hard to put words to thought, like because um, usually what we what we go by is it's unfair to compare. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it comes to these two cocktails side by side, which is what we aimed to do, uh, we really we really kind of put ourselves in a we pigeonhole ourselves, I, I guess. Well, in, in the past, you know, we, we we've always done multiple tastings. Yeah, we always start out neat. Yeah, with everything, and then we just. Whether it's arbitrary or not, we always pick one mm-hmm. that we then turn it into whatever cocktail we think is going to pair really well with that. I would really agree with the arbitrary uh, assessment yeah. there. Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, right. But, um, but uh, here, we, yeah. we have specifically gone neat to neat. Neat to neat. And then we went cocktail to cocktail. Same cocktail. Yeah different whiskey mm-hmm. and yeah in the past we not fair to compare but we are comparing a cocktail to cocktail because yeah. that's the whole point mm-hmm. of this is with this cocktail with this recipe these ingredients as is across the board does this cocktail translate from one whiskey to another whiskey and at the end of the day which one of these comes out on top? Right. So you know what that that last that last statement, which one comes out on top? Man, 
So, yeah, I've, I've got another rating that I'm going to have to deal with here after we give this the 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So i I got some thinking to do. What do you what do you think, Mr. Mitch? Where are you at? Where are you at? I, beautiful cocktail. Yes, sir. Outstanding. I will give it a um, eight out of nine. Eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah Tins immaculate. That's good. It's good fun cocktail. It's better than good. It's a nine. No wait, you said eight. Yeah. You said eight okay. or nine. I said eight out of nine. Eight out of nine. Okay. And where did you put the blackened eight out of nine? Snake bite. Was it eight or eight and a half or nine? No, no. We're talking about cocktails. Yes, sir. So we're putting everything in perspective. Cocktails featuring the featured whiskey of choice. Or right, bourbon. yes. And we're talking about cocktails. Yes, sir. Within the reasonability of what your rating is for whiskey. So I took your scale of 9 to 10 and I scaled it back to mm-hmm. scotch. You mean our scale of 1 to 10? Yeah, whatever the fuck you said. You said... <laughs> He said he said one to ten, and you said one to ten. Well, he right. said nine to ten. Oh, he did. I thought he said one. To 10. No, he said nine to ten. Oh shit! Okay, I'm all like, right. Man, well, maybe he said the margins nine. are narrow on this one. <laughs> Is it a nine point one? Nine point two? Nine point three? Yeah, three. Anyway, edit. <laughs> I think I said That's one worded. to ten. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, out of one to ten, where would you put it? Oh, that's great cocktail. Based only on the number nine reserve, not against the blackened, but only where would you put it? Solid nine. So lemon forward. This really. Cocktail. Hmm. Even without me suggesting to throw in the extra squeeze, it's still yeah, lemon no. forward. Yeah, no, it's lemon forward as fuck. Wow. Anyway, wow. So, we'll stop there. This yeah. is a beautiful drink. It is, it is fantastic, but mm-hmm. it is really, in my opinion, a little lemon heavy. Yeah. On a on a on a on a scale of one to ten, uh, as an overall drinkability. Cocktail, drinkability. Oh no, it's it's very. It's like six, seven. It's it's very drinkable. Okay. It, it it like it's palatable all the way. It's good. It's good whiskey bourbon. Okay. Drink, but what's uh, so funny? Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hang on. And then the bottle off. There you go. <laughs> Hear that? We heard it. Love that sound. That was the Mississippi side sip. <clears throat> that was the bottle hitting the table. This is him stroking his beard. Stroke the beard. Eight and a half. Eight and a half on the cocktail? No, it's a straight bourbon. Okay, okay. Eight and a half. A straight bourbon. God damn it. All right, so eight and a half. Is that, is that your final answer, sir? Yes, sir. All right, so eight <laughs> <laughs> Eight and a half final. And answer. the price is right. <laughs> <laughs> Most excellent. So we've got the final <laughs> assessment on the neat version of the Slipknot number nine reserve at eight and a half by yes. Mr. Mitch Plemons. And <laughs> what is your rating one to ten on the cocktail of the snake bite? Featuring the Slipknot Number Nine Reserve. 
Lemon. <laughs> I'm gonna go lay down. <laughs> Whoa. Oh yeah, well. So so if we're talking about grandma, my grandma used to say an Irishman's first thought is his best thought. So right. what was your first impression of the number nine reserve? Uh, uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Consistent. Uh, cocktail. Snake bite seven. cocktail. Seven. Okay. So wow. Okay. 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 A lot of lemon shit. All right. Yeah, when you say a lot of lemon, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Not a good thing. Not a good thing. Okay. So, well, yeah, clearly, if you throw it at a seven. Right. Okay. So, for Mitch's assessment, we got a seven on the snake bite cocktail featuring the number nine reserve slipknot whiskey, not bourbon, but whiskey. I'm still just because. It's it's similar, but it's not the same, of course, because uh, the Metallica whiskey, uh, the Metallica blackened whiskey, and the Slipknot Number no. Nine Reserve whiskey version of the Snake Bite. I'm just, I mean, even though it's different reasons, I'm still gonna throw it at an eight and a half or nine. I I'll just, I'm gonna throw it at a nine. Nail it down. Nail it down. Add a nine. I give them, nope. I give it an eight. Mm. I give it an eight Whoa. because you swung. I did. I did. I, okay. sw- I swung. I swung a degree from nine to eight, just because it. I feel like it has to be done because I mean, even above a five, it's better than average. A five is average. 100%. So at at a at an eight, it's it's damn near a ten. Whatever the fuck a 10 is, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know yet. But it's not as good as the Metallica Blackened Whiskey version mm-hmm. of the Snake Bite as, as mixed by Mr. W2 on the Savor the Burton podcast. However, it is still stupid good. It is oh, yeah. stupid fucking good. Even... I, I like a lemon forward as long as there's plenty of sl- sweetness involved. Can I give my rating? Yeah. Yes. Just, just hold your fucking horses. I'm let, sorry. Let me give I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm co-host too. Damn it. But damn yeah, it. we got we got. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we got a guest. Guest goes first. He did. And I did then, two months then, probably. And then co-host <laughs> that that is speaking. Because, you know, I'm born with the gift of gab, I guess. I don't know. But because I, I can't fucking shut oh, up. <laughs> that was an ultimate fist bump. That uh, you you yeah. guys just missed. Maybe you heard it, but but you bump. you didn't see it. But, um, yeah, the I, I would give it a, a solid eight. Um, the it, meaning the snake bite uh, cocktail featuring the number nine, the slipknot number nine reserve. But it was it was definitely very very good. So Mr. W two now is your host slash co host. Time to shine slash <laughs> producer of the Savor the Bird podcast. Where does these where does this slit knot number nine um, uh, snake bite cocktail sit with you? You vex me a little bit. <laughs> Because I was about to give it... Out of these two cocktails, I preferred the blackened version of this better. 
mm-hmm. which I gave a nine. Yeah. So I was about to give an eight and a half, but when you swung all the way down to an eight. From eight and a half to eight. Via our guest Mitch Plemons influence. Yep. Or not. Just whatever. but for whatever reason. It made me pause and think about that. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed this cocktail as well. Mm-hmm. It had everything that I was expecting. It had all the same attributes as our blackened version of this. Mm-hmm. For all intents and purposes, this is the exact right. same cocktail. Same ingredients, or I mean, other than the whiskey. And- and even though same proportions of yep, the ingredients, even though the number nine reserve is ninety nine proof, so yeah. nine proof hotter yeah. than the Metallica, I don't know if I tasted any amount of hotness more than the other one, but the flavor profile was just a little different. And again, back to one of the things that I that I said early on is this particular cocktail came off of the blackened website yeah and and i felt like part of me felt like is that an unfair advantage to use one of the blackened recipes they had a couple on there this is the one that that i just honed in on because i felt like it 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 had the most versatility and yeah. the most to offer mm-hmm. in the larger uh, scope of things, right? But yeah, I don't know. It 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 married so well with that black and whiskey and the number nine. As good as the number nine was, <laughs> I loved so much about the number nine reserve. When mixed with this cocktail, there were, it just had just a, there was just something that was just a little bit different with the flavor profile. Yeah. That, that threw it off. I think I'm still going to give it an eight and a half. Because it's not a nine. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm a full eight, Mm -hmm. but I'm still scratching my head and questioning that a little bit, but I'm going to stick with eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. All right. So that, I mean, I'm at an eight, I think. You're at eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Mitch was at a seven. True. And, uh, and, uh, I think, uh, I think that pretty much sums up this, uh, this, uh, snake bite cocktail featuring the number nine reserve by Slipknot. Uh, now we have the arduous, uh, question mark on that, on that definition. Arduous? I think we, yeah, yeah, we have the contemplative slash arduous decision to make. Which version of the snake bite cocktail was better? The Slipknot number nine or the Metallica Blackened? Mr. Mitch, Personal what is opinion. your assessment? What, what do you think? I actually like the Blackened. I agree with that. All right. For, My vote's for the Blackened. And uh, you know what? That makes three of us. For the for the for the blackened on the snake bite cocktail. So Metallica for the winner. Metallica right. wins. Across the board. Yes. 
Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's that. And dear listener, so I feel love you, dog. Good shit. Ha. 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 He means that in a loving way. So W two. Thank you so much for mixing up and, Absolutely. and actually, you know what, taking the time to find out the perfect recipe uh, for these cocktails to mix up and then mixing up these cocktails for us so we can do the side-by-side comparison between the number, the Slipknot number nine reserve and the Metallica blackened uh, whiskeys. Uh, this was uh, this was a, a very good experience, a very yeah, yeah. A very great. Because we're very uh, metal, there's metal, metal experience. So we we got a seven from the number nine reserve uh, version of the snake bite cocktail from Mitch. A nine, eight, eight and a half, an eight and a half, and a eight uh, from um, uh, W two and Jonathan from the number nine reserve uh, version of the snake bite. A nine, I think unanimous nine yeah of the yeah, yeah. of the metallica blackened version of the snake bite cocktail uh as mixed by w2 from the savor the burn podcast so uh i think uh, does anybody have any final thoughts on these cocktails? yes i do what do you got mr mitch <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> And there's life in those old bones. <laughs> wow! <Whoa>! Yep. <laughs> Enough said on that one. Mr. W2, do you have any final thoughts on anything and everything that we've covered tonight? No, I'm good. <laughs> after, after that, what the, what, what the fuck do you say? After the headliner, after the headliner has spoken, <laughs> what more is there to say? Saying. So, dear listener, if you're looking for a uh, a whiskey to give your your uh, metalhead friend uh, that uh, that does enjoy a, a good whiskey or maybe even a bourbon, we would suggest getting the Metallica blackened whiskey uh, for sure, uh, like a you know eight or nine out of ten um, a suggestion rating. Uh, over uh, getting the Slipknot Number Nine Reserve offering, take that as 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 you will. But um, if you uh, if you have a, a a friend, a whiskey lover, or somebody that's looking to get into whiskey that also loves Metallica, definitely give them the blackened uh, version of it. Retailing yeah. at forty five, it's not a huge gamble. It's a gamble, but it's it's not it's not a huge gamble. But um. Uh, they will probably find something of value um, in that, and not not to say that the Slipknot Number no. Nine Reserve does not offer any value. It definitely does. Uh, it still had a little a little hint of the of the corn forward uh, influence that the original Slipknot Number no. Nine whiskey has, but the Number no. Nine Reserve has a little bit more oakiness. A little bit more. What was it? Rye. 
Yeah. Or was that the yep. black end? No, it was the the number nine. Okay, uh, it, if not right, it definitely had a, a bit more of the uh, the 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 spiciness to it. And um, uh, on that note, uh, dear listener, uh, please continue to listen to us on every podcast uh, uh, streaming app available, including but not limited to Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, <laughs> Pandora, and many many more. Follow us on all socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, just search for Savor the Burn or at Savor the Burn. And uh, usually this is where we all we all get together and we uh, say into the mic, uh, keep on burning. Just keep on burning. <laughs> Not yet, damn it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely reach out to us on our socials, on our emails. And uh, no matter who you are, or who you're with, or what you're doing, just always remember to keep on burning. No, wait, wait, wait. It's the end of it. It's like...